Welcome to the Dorkening. Today we are kicking off Dorkvania, our very special Castlevania collaboration event. And uh, we're going to be going over all the specifics, including the prizes, how you can win, uh, and the shows involved. This is a very, very awesome episode and uh, some awesome special guests. And here we go. Greetings, children of the night. You are hereby invited to attend the Dorkening Network's 8-part crossover event, Dorkvania. It all starts with the Dorkening on Sunday, March 8th, with a live show kicking off this ambitious endeavor, then continues on March 11th when the Dorks will again be live to discuss the Castlevania Anniversary Video Game Collection. Then, on March 12th, Throwdown Thursday will be giving all the grave details about the Belmont family, along with a special guest, followed by Super Retro Throwback Reviews covering games 1 through 4 on the original Nintendo on March 15th. On March 17th, tune in to Retro Redoctopus for their episode breaking down the music of Castlevania. Then catch the Amalgacast on March 20th to get caught up on the Netflix anime. Followed by boobs, blood, and bad asses covering the bloody history of the Castlevania franchise on March 22nd. Each episode will be dropping a part of a secret phrase that you must piece together in order to win some fabulous Castlevania prizes. And the series wraps up on March 25th with another live Dorkening podcast. Make sure to follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out how to win. We promise this event won't suck. We know what's at stake. Wait, who wrote this? I'm better with Patsy. Play! Dorkvania, this month on the Dorkening Network. If you miss it, you must be bad. Oh, come on! Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, the bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplan. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. This is going to be a fun show. Uh, we got an uh, awesome group with us, and this is our Dorkvania kickoff event. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, with us today, we have Steve. Yes. I'm from the Retro Reductopus podcast, and I am very excited to be here. And with me is uh, my brother in tentacles, Mr. Boss Rush Mode. Hello, I'm Boss Rush Mode, and I'm also here. He's right. <laughs> and uh, we also have Patrick from Throwdown Thursday with us. Hi, everybody. I am uh, sitting on the Cape drinking coffee that my parents just brought me. Because that's and, uh, he has, uh, he's also getting eggs soon. None yeah. of us are yeah. getting eggs. It's not fair. I'll email you some. Oh, thanks. I also want the nickname Catsylvania to catch on. Ooh, oh, that's good. Catsylvania. Catsylvania. Uh, and join us on the phone. We have Chris from the Boobs, Blood, and Badasses podcast. 
Hey, I'm sitting here actually in a cemetery across the street from my ex-wife's house waiting for my kid to come out drinking a coffee because I'm early. I just thought that would be like the gothic thing to do. <laughs> uh, speaking of coffee, uh, every show is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. I'm drinking uh, Death by Chocolate today. As usual. Yeah. Welcome back to do Witch's Brew. Yeah, well, I'm almost out of Witch's Brew, and uh, I opened up a bag of cinnamon yesterday, the Sinful Delight. And, uh, yeah, which is brew is my favorite. Dummy, Chris, if if you had if you had stopped with like that first half of that sentence, like I'm sitting in a graveyard across the street from my ex-wife's house, that would have been weird. But like you saved it with that end part. <laughs> uh, so waiting for my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I got her plot all picked out for her. <laughs> the plot thickens. Uh, so we got some people in the chat room. Uh, Tom from Deadly Grounds is in the chat room. We have Steve Christina hey, Jr. Uh, well, I better hide my coffee. Uh, Jim Moscatello. Uh, Tracy Parkers and also R.W. Martin. William Pace is asking, where's my coffee? Uh, Jim says, I'll bring the Ouija board. LOL. <laughs> Tracy just had a birthday. She did. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Tracy. And uh, R.W. has his uh, uh, book coming out soon, or he's putting everything Ooh, together. Uh, yeah, he's he's putting everything together, so it's not – I'm not sure when it's coming out. But we're talking about Castlevania today. And uh, yeah. so we have this huge event that we've been putting together. It's going to be across eight different episodes with the finale happening on, uh, I believe it's the 25th. Uh, yes. where, where we're going to be giving away some awesome prizes. Um, but the show's uh, – so it starts off today. Uh, we're kicking it off. Then on Wednesday uh, is going to be uh, the uh, the Dorkening. And then uh, th the third show is Throwdown Thursday on the 12th. Uh, that's Ring My Belmonts. What is that all about, oh, yeah. Patrick? Uh, we are going to be discussing uh, the actual characters that are the – the central uh, protagonist of the uh, the Castlevania, I almost said Dorkvania, the Castlevania, um, you know, mythos, for lack of a better term. Um, That's a pretty you know, good term, the, though. Yeah. And Simon and Trevor and Mittens, all the different Belmonts. Mm -hmm. um, Juiced. Uh, Juiced Belmont is, uh, is definitely my favorite Belmont. I am unfamiliar with him, but we are, uh, we are working uh, through that. Mm-hmm. You think I'm so bullshitting, but uh Well no, I I believe you. The and Game Boy gonna, games are the thing. We're gonna have a special guest on with us, uh James Lamont from it came from the five oh eight. I call him Jimmy Lamb, and uh, you should too. Uh he's gonna be on with us because he is a huge Castlevania nerd and he practically begged us to uh let him on the show. <laughs> and I was like, Absolutely, because uh Ashes and I have keep begging, but you know, you know, you'll be yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, we have a limited. Uh, you know, my experience with Castlevania was really just the first get the first game and the third game, but you know, we're uh, we've been doing some deep dives into it, and I think it's going to be a really fun show. Nice. You know, it's going to be a fun show. I know it. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, next up is going to be Super Retro Throwback Reviews. They're doing, uh, they're covering the games one through four. That's going to be on March fifteenth. Uh, and uh, then after that is going to be Retro Redoctopus. Yes. What do you guys got going on? You want to take this, take this boss rush? Uh well, uh, sure. Why not? Uh, we'll be talking a lot about the music that has gone across the. Uh... The stretch of Castlevania games throughout the decades has been around, so we're gonna have a each gonna have like a couple of songs that we're gonna pick, and we're gonna talk about the songs, obviously talk about the games, you know, and just kind of give it a little bit more focus, to like the, the music that set the mood, set the atmosphere, you know, to, to all these great games. That's right, and we're gonna have a special guest, Mr. Ian Wallace from Amalgamania, right. and also the Amalga Files on right here on the Dork Name. <clears throat> and he's going to be in studio. He's driving up from, uh, like, Maryland, I'm yep. pretty sure. So pretty mm -hmm. cool. And uh, that's It's really be Delaware, awesome. but I don't think he wants to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, yeah, that's going to be really fun. 
Are you though? Are you in Delaware? No, you're in the game. True. Yeah. So we're gonna have the music of Castlevania. That's gonna be really fun. Awesome. Uh, and then speaking of Malga Cast, it's uh, gonna be music to your ears. <laughs> and then they're gonna do the okay. castle to musicvania. Uh, speaking of that, you're, I have to say your uh, your promo that you did, Patrick, absolutely killed me. That that was freaking oh, hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll add thank it. You. I'll add it to this episode. I'll I'll, I'll play it a little later. Uh, but uh, next up, uh, Malga Cast on uh, the twentieth, uh, they're gonna do a chill review of the Castlevania Netflix series one, two, and three. Uh, the first ep- uh, three episodes of season three. And uh, which actually just dropped the other day, which is uh, why yeah, we're doing this grand event. Was that Patrick? I was gonna say it dropped March third. And then uh, finishing up uh, is uh, Chris with your boobs, blood, and badasses. Chris, what are you gonna be covering for Castlevania? We're gonna go into a deep dive of where the monsters, creatures, some of the lore of Castlevania. We're not covering any of the characters, obviously, but any of like the weapons. Where does holy water? Why a whip? You know, why not uh, stakes and crosses? Where does uh, decapitated floating? horse heads come from, where do werewolves come from, succubuses, Frankenstein's monster, so on and so forth. We're not covering where vampires come from or Dracula. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about uh, prizes. So uh, what we're doing, Chris, uh, actually Steve uh, had the awesome idea that each show is going to have a small piece of a sentence. And then uh, you need to listen to all seven episodes uh, in order to get the full sentence, and if you message me on Facebook the full sentence after all the episodes are done, uh, we're going to pick a, uh, three winners on the finale episode uh, for some crazy-ass prizes. Uh, and we'll be giving the uh, this episode's secret phrase in a little bit. Uh, Jim says, uh, why is Dracula a giant floating head in a few games? Why not? Um, that comes from a, uh, that could, that could possibly be from, um, uh, an Asian vampire. That's a floating head vampire. I think Thailand has a floating head vampire. Oh, wow. Uh, Tom's... But it could also be, they were doing a lot of, uh, it could also be they were doing a lot of drugs in the eighties when they developed the Castlevania game. So <laughs> the Coke flowed like wine. Yeah. I don't know if drugs and video <laughs> games match up together. I don't know if that, that works together. No? <laughs> Winners don't do drugs. I saw that on several video game cabinets in the 90s. Oh, I'm so glad you were paying attention, Patsy. Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one thing that we noticed after we uh, put the whole collaboration together is nobody was covering Symphony of the Night. So we figured we would talk about it on the premiere episode. Greatest game ever. Okay, so I have some very sad news. I never played it until this and I, I am so. But you played it, right? I, I oh, I've played, definitely played it. Uh, I'm, all right, all right. So at least you've rectified that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, as as soon as uh, we started kicking off the event, I picked up the um, uh, the collection uh, on Steam, and then Symphony of the Night, and then uh, I forgot what other game comes with it on uh, PS4. And uh, Rondo of Blood. Rondo, Rondo of Blood. Blood. Yeah. So uh, I didn't play Rondo of Blood yet. I've just been. I, I. I'm so sucked in the Symphony of the Night. It, it's just. Holy shit! I'm so pissed off at myself for missing this game. Mm-hmm. Which Which one is Symphony of the Night? Remind me, because I'm. I've been playing a bunch of these because. Uh, Symphony of the Night is the Metroidvania Castlevania that kickstarted that whole mapping system and Metroid style Castlevania games. So it came out for the PS1, and it was uh, it was kind of like, <clears throat> you know, early-ish in the PS1 where there were still some sprite-based games that were coming out, and that just is, is kind of regarded as the uh, the great return of Castlevania of that day, and also it's the um, you know pretty much the pinnacle of sprite artistry on the PlayStation One. Um, 
it's just you know because everything when I say sprites, I don't know if you guys know it. It's like hand drawn, uh, pixel by pixel artwork. Uh, nothing, you know, no polygons. There are some polygons in the game, but very little. It's, it's mostly sprite based, which is what all video games were uh, up to that point. You know, Nintendo and Super Nintendo and Genesis. Yeah, all multiple cartridge based games. Right. Mm. So everybody had to literally draw every graphic just dot by dot, basically pixel by pixel. And you had a certain amount of colors you had to work with depending on the system. And the PlayStation had vastly more colors than the 16-bit generation did. So it really was this just unbelievably gorgeous thing that, you know, existed. And it was all just very hand handmade. It has that? I mean, I think that's that's one of the things that I love about it is it's just this beautiful handmade thing. And, uh, you know, it, it also is the, the beginning of um, uh, the artist Ayami Kojima working with the series, I believe. Uh, am I wrong on that? Greg, I think, I think um, that was the first one. It's, if it's not the beginning, it's very close to it. I mean, I don't know 100% for sure, but... And she's she's the one that is the artist of all the sort of androgynous-looking uh, Castlevania characters that became, uh, you know, so intrinsically linked with the, the series. You know, that, that started there. Uh, earlier games depicted the Belmonts as uh, Conan the Barbarian-looking type guys wearing, you know, right. cloths and leather armor and stuff. And they really... I mean, I actually saw a picture of, of uh, Schwarzenegger's Conan recently next to an old picture of Simon Belmont. It's like, oh, that's clearly what they were going for. Right. Um, I mean, he's not shirtless, but, you know, it's, it's the same sort of thing, same leather and And, uh, yeah, I mean... She really changed things. She she brought in this like you know uh, gothic sensibility, and the character is very androgynous. And uh, you know, Alucard, who you know is at this point a, a popular character, uh, and is really really big in the cartoon series. Uh, you know, he's from Castlevania Three, but in Castlevania Three, he kind of just looked like a Bela Lugosi sort of Dracula. Mm. You know, he was yeah. uh, just short black hair, slicked back. He had a cape. He just looked like a younger, you know, Bella Lugosi type. And uh, this was the first game where she made him, you know, beautiful with long hair and uh, just just basically everything we know about Alucard now, uh, you know, comes from that game. So Yeah, and I, I think I prefer that style. Like, it looks, it's more realistic. And, uh, well, it was funny because we were watching, Ashes and I were watching the show last night because she hadn't seen it yet. And we figured that's probably a good place to start when you're trying to learn about some of the characters. And he's like, my name is Alucard. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, Alucard? Like, seriously? <laughs> like, yes. Why my dad? I'm the opposite of my dad. <laughs> Your dad's name is Bob. I too am Bob. Uh, what, what was that, Chris? Oh, his name's Adrian. His real name's Adrian. That was awesome. That was also the game where people really stood up and noticed the music for the first time because, I mean, the music had always been complimented on, but that game had an orchestral score that nobody had done in video games up to that point. You know, it was unbelievable. I don't, I don't, I, I want to say that came out before the Ocarina of Time, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, actually, before that, there was, uh, uh not the, for the TurboGrafx CD, you had like Ease. Uh, book one and two, which had like amazing orchestral music, uh, yeah, but it really uh, did. but the Turbo Graphics sadly wasn't a huge seller, <laughs> and then uh, then PlayStation dominated. That's right. actually and it had that I mean that opening sequence, the opening sequence with Richter, you had that guitar riff, it was unbelievable. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Symphony of the Night definitely link. It it sort of was a combination of this orchestra. And uh, heavy metal, which was really different for the time and uh, new for the series. But uh, yeah, I mean, Rondo of Blood, the other game that comes with Symphony on that collection that you have, Leo, that was actually for the Turbo Duo. So that oh, was wow. the, uh, the yeah, that was the the, the Turbo Graphics 16 CD-ROM. But uh, it it just that system just didn't take off. But it was this beloved game, and for years it was like only the you know. It was a deep dive sort of a game. Yeah. Not a lot of people got to play, but Heard was really good. And, uh, right. you know, now it's available. And, it, you know, it had been made available before. It wasn't, it wasn't out for PSP, uh, Boss Rush, I, I think. I believe so, yeah. 
but you know, so but it's a great game, and that's actually where Richter uh, came from. the The character Richter Belmont, who's the one who wears blue, and he's the character that you start out with in um, Symphony of the Night for just like one second when he's doing like the, yeah, that James, he's, he's doing the James Bond thing. He's like at the tail end of one of his missions, and then it kind of switches, and and you become Alucard. But like, uh, you know, he was also in Dracula X for Super Nintendo, but that was actually like a watered-down reworking port of Rondo of Blood because they couldn't fit it all into the Super Nintendo, right. I guess. And it's a vastly different game. It's just it really different. is. It's almost like a reimagining. I don't even want to say reimagining. It is almost like completely different. It really is. I mean, like, you know, the game, the character sprites of him are the same. And, and, you know, there's, you know, some enemies and tiles and stuff, but it's really different. I mean, Rondo has a whole system that are like villagers you can save and there's keys you can open doors with. It's it's really like a very deep game. Yeah, alternate routes through levels. Oh, right, right. Like harkening back to number three. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. The uh, so I have to admit, uh, when I started playing, I restarted the game like four times before I realized you could save. Like, oh. like, like those save rooms. I'm like, holy shit! He was are... going old school. He's like, you know, three lives and that's it. Well, I mean, you know, before that, I was playing uh, one and two, and like one was insanely hard, and then I have mm-hmm. several hours in a two. Two is is up until uh, Symphony of the Night. Two was my favorite. Uh, I don't like to. You don't like to? I, I, a lot of people don't, myself. Mm-hmm. But it's such a vastly different game and such yeah. a huge, like, undertaking for Konami to do at that time, especially with one being so popular to stray so far from that formula. Is it's actually, yeah. you know, quite, you know, remarkable. Then you go right back to three, and it's like the same, like, yeah. platform game again, which right. I really like. Go back to go back to what worked before. Yeah, well, I just like being able to switch because I love Grant. I love sticking to the wall. It's like, oh, I can help you. I'm very fast. Also, I'm Spider-Man for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mention that when you go to pay. It's like, I can help you. I'm very fast. It's like, oh, I guess. But And then, like, you're climbing up. You're hanging on walls upside down. Like, Wait, what? He's like, also, I'm rich. Yeah. That's not a superpower. No, he's Grant. Oh, it is a yeah. fat fleck. <laughs> but then you get to be you get to be Cypher after that, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like you know, shooting energy blasts at people. More, more magic spelly so kind of attacks. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ooh, this is and then cool. Alucard, who's got crappy weapons, and he's a much bigger target. And yeah. He turns into a bat. He's really slow, and he has a he can be a bat, but it's almost useless because it takes so many hearts. Right. Good idea. Alucard got much better in Symphony of the Night. He sure did. <laughs> so Either way, it was fun. Back of the year. It was still One fun. Being Dracula like character though in three, it was it was just bad execution. It was a good idea. It was a good idea. One of the it things I just nailed. learned is we like I never knew this until I just got the the collection. When you get the little like. Roman numeral two and three. I was like, I don't know what this does. And like, it's not a power. I'm like, I don't know what this does. So apparently, for those of you who are unfamiliar, it allows you to throw multiple. Both of, of you. Your... Yes. Yeah, it allows you to throw multiple multiple of your uh, special weapons. The sub of, like, weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you guys have a favorite sub weapon? Good question. I like the. Well, boomerang. in the first game, it was always holy water because it was just so OP. And you basically, like, it, it froze everyone in place and it just kept damaging him over time. So it's like, okay, I'm basically God here, so just mm-hmm. die. <laughs> That's a good Other than I that, like... I like the axes if I wanted a more fair weapon. I, I always like the uh, the boomerang. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The boomerang yeah. is really good too. The boomerang cross is my fave too. Yeah. Leo, I, always, I mean, yeah, I, I so. love the boomerang cross too. I always found myself, if I wasn't using holy water, I just liked having axes because there are so many enemies like above you and like, the, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the the range, the the vertical range of it was always just useful for me. In uh, Symphony, I'm loving the the diamond that like bounces off everything. That's a, yeah, it bounces off the floor and the yeah, that's a pretty neat weapon. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I used to use in um in Symphony, but like I would just grind for the uh, the Chrysogram and like I don't need a sub weapon. I've got the most OP <laughs> weapon in the history of the franchise. <laughs> uh, which weapon's that? The Chrysogram sword. Chrysogram sword. It's, yeah, you uh, get it in the uh, once you find the inverted castle, you have to go into the library and the, you know you get it from the shmoo. And uh, yeah, once that drops, that's it. The game's broken. broken. Yeah, see, see, that's the thing. Like with Symphony of the Night, that was also the first game where enemy drops were like a thing. So you know, earlier they might drop a heart or something like that, but now in Symphony, you know, they could drop any number of things, and the game, you know, the game has it figured out, but you don't know what it is, so you don't know if they're going to maybe drop food, you know, a certain, like, the food is funny, there's, like, a ton of random food items, and then there's, like, you could get a weapon, you could get a shield, you could get whatever, but certain enemies in that game are only in, like, one spot, and the, sh- the shmoo that Boss Rush was just saying, yeah, you got to go to the inverted castle at the end, Go to the library. It's this goofy-looking ghost, and he's, yeah. just, he's called the Shmoo. And if you kill about two hundred of them, you might get lucky, and he might drop the sword, the Chrysogram, and oh, wow. it's like the greatest weapon in the game. Good. Yeah, you, you swing it. And it has like you know seven or eight like little like it's like a super fast vorpal kind of where it's like, like seven or eight trails of like sword happen in front of you. And you can just, and you can, you can also move while you, you don't, you're not stationary while swinging it. You run around, you're mobile while doing it. You basically just have this in, this ridiculously powerful force of attack in front of you at all times. You just keep wailing on the button and it's just ridiculously overpowered. Oh, yeah. It's like, imagine the, the, the attack in Strider. Oh yeah. Strider. Yeah. How was like that big slash, like really big slash. Yeah. It's almost the attack like in Strider times like five. Yeah, but five, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm nowhere near that. I just got to the first warp zone. Uh, okay. I, I just Well, met... now you can save. Now you know you can save. I, yeah, I, I, I've been saving quite a bit, and I've been trying to find those rooms. I just got uh, the basic map, uh, and I met the librarian. Um, and... What can I, what can I do for you? For you? <laughs> Uh, and I just love the RPG elements. I think that's why I, I really enjoy uh, 2 so much, because it was more of an RPG game. Uh, yeah, w- one, I remember um, I only beat it once, and uh, but it took me about 13 hours, and I, I had to like pause it. I went to bed, woke up in the morning, continued playing. And, <laughs> you know, it, it, that was just an insanely hard game, and I don't think I played it, you know, up until recently after I beat it, you know? <laughs> You took you took the soul to Deborah Cliff. You summoned the whirlwind. You did all the stuff. <laughs> uh, Jim, I knew there was somebody behind me. <laughs> Say hi to Hobbs. Hey Hobbs. Uh, Jim says uh, so much for combos, button mashing for the win, and uh, yes. my phone <laughs> acted up, so I'm going to try to get Chris back. Uh, while I do that, uh, I'm going to play a quick ad for Deadly Grounds Coffee. Here's uh, Father Evil talking about coffee. I've never beaten any Castlevania game. No. Is uh, it's, one in three. Is Hobbs controlled by our favorite mistress? Yes. Hobbs is controlled by my favorite mistress. Uh, you tell her we said hi. Uh, everybody says hi. <laughs> hey, Chris. Yeah. Okay, we got you back. All right. Yeah, there's a dead zone somewhere in Millbury. So. Oh, no worries. And it was like timed with my phone. Like for some reason, it still had Patrick on the line when we were trying to do a, a party call earlier. Uh, oh, like I don't see that. No, 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 no. So I, I restarted my phone. So uh, we are back. Uh, that was Deadly Grounds Coffee, and uh, as I said, I'm drinking uh, Death by Chocolate. And uh, you know what I love about Deadly Grounds is it doesn't give you that like bad aftertaste that some coffee does. 
You know, it's just a, a, just a, a really mellow, awesome taste. Uh, you can find out more if you check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us uh, at Deadly Grounds, uh, GetDeadly.com, and uh, also all the awesome people here. Plenty of links in the show notes down below or up above. There's also a Facebook event where if you go to that, uh, you can follow along with all the different shows and their dates uh, and a lot of awesome stuff. And so I think it's about time we give uh, this show's secret Phrase. You think it's about time? I think that's a good idea. I, I, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, so the. Dang. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Can you, can you use the phrase in the form of a sentence? Uh, no, I'm not that smart. Uh, so the secret phrase uh, for this episode is no man knows. No man knows. So you take that and combine it with the uh, secret phrases from the other uh, episodes. And uh, once you have the sentence, message me on Facebook, Leo Pond, and uh, and then uh, you will be put in the drawing for to be pulled out of. Uh, we're gonna have three winners, uh, and actually, I'll go over the prizes here. So uh, first prize, and we'll put this on uh, the website and the event so everybody knows. Uh, first prize is a Diamond Select Trevor, along with the awesome Castlevania original soundtrack record by Retro Red Octopus. And uh, after that, uh, uh, the Super NES Castlevania 4 cart, uh, and then an iTunes card by Amalgamania, also along with a Google Play card, and a Trev uh, actually the Trevor figure I said already. Um, Second prize is uh, Simon Amiibo, uh, along with the NES Castlevania cart, and then uh, Dracula Pop, Dracula Funko Pop. Sounds nice. delicious. Oh, Funko. Nice. <clears throat> uh, and then third prize is a uh, paperback book uh, for Castlevania, uh, a Castlevania poster, uh, a Trevor Funko Pop, and a Blue Fangs Funko Pop. Yep. Trevor Funko Pop. You will be getting this one though. This one's mine. Yeah. He stays here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one you're getting is 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 uh, in a box and new. Nice. Very new. Much newer than the Sorry, one you just Evo. saw. Epic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is pretty bad. <laughs> I love that thing. It is pretty cool. Yeah. The uh... he's like reaching. He's like. Sadly, I have. Sadly, <laughs> I have that small screen. <laughs> uh, All right, too much awesome for this small screen. Uh, Angela says there's a puppet on somebody's shoulder. It's not a well. He's he's a puppet right now. That's Hobbs. He is being controlled off screen by the the mistress of Merlot. I'm a real he said he's a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the Michael clearly drunk. The Michael Phelps of wine, the LeBron Jordan of hand puppets. The LeBron Jordan <laughs> of hand puppets. <laughs> uh, Jim oh. Jim says uh, so much for combos, button mashing for to win. Uh, Angela says uh, there's a uh, yeah I messaged that already, and uh, Jim says uh, it's the truth. It's actual. Everything is satisfactual. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> back, to, uh, back to Bruce Grimm. I, I just want to shout out to my other favorite, uh, you know, Leo, because you're going through Symphony of the Night for the first time. The other thing you got to look out for, so there's two items you need, okay? Okay. If, now this is if you like farming. Do you like farming? I do. No one likes farming, like, but will you do Real it? life farming? Or no, not real life farming. I, I, oh. I, I, I've done real life farming and actually I like farming in video games. It's like So you're gonna have to kill that schmoo for a long time and you know, unless you get really lucky. Another uh, right. another one is you gotta kill the cave troll. Oh. Um I don't remember where the cave troll is, but it's a little orange in the cave? enemy. <laughs> Say it again, boss rush? <laughs> in the cave. It's in the cave, yes, I'm yeah. sure it's in the cave. <laughs> And uh, he drops a necklace called the Noglamir, and it is uh, the the best defensive uh, item in the game. Oh, you gotta pay the troll toll. Yeah, so you need that. And then uh, 
that's in the right side up castle, the regular castle, I'm pretty sure. But when you get to the inverted castle, so Leo has no <laughs> idea what we're talking about with this inverted right side up stuff. You know, it's like this is his first time through this game, so he's gonna find out. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, I, I, it's I, I, is mine. <laughs> uh, I, I, I pulled. Yeah, get the get the schmoo. Get the schmoo. And then there's one more one. There's one more enemy you gotta farm. Okay. You want me to lay it on you? Okay. Oh yeah. Inverted castle. Go all the way back to the very beginning opening room, the very opening hallway to the game. And there's a there's a room that's full of enemies, and there's this little tiny bird. It looks like a chicken with a witch's head on the ground, and it's called the dodo. And there's only one in the whole game. It's just that one in that one room, and it gets scared. and he'll run away from he you like almost you. immediately. So you got to get to him fast. Yeah, you got to go in the room. You'll see it, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, it's the thing Steve was talking about." And then you got to go quick because it runs away. And if you kill this thing over and over and over again, you're going to get uh, it, eventually it'll drop the rune sword. And the rune sword is really cool because it actually, when you swing it, it, it shoots like almost all the way across the screen, like three quarters of the yeah, way across like the arc. screen. And this big arc. And in the arc, it says the word Verboten, which means forbidden in German. And I probably screwed it up, but yeah, it's, it's just a really awesome you're weapon. Wondering. I always like that one too. And if you if you're crazy crazy like me, I got two, so I had like one for each hand because you know Alucard, you can equip both hands. Yeah. So it was like. <laughs> I always liked equipping a chrysogrim like directly in front of you, and then that that other sword, the, the rune sword, because it'll yes. the, the arc slot is over the range of the chrysogrim, so you've got even more ground covered. And you just look yeah. like an ultimate badass yeah. doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim says, uh, my first schmoo would probably drop the sword. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not that lucky. Probably about 400 and I'll, I'll, I'll maybe get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes a while sometimes. It's really I remember one time I was playing this game. Farming. Um, I remember one time I was playing this game and I was actually saying this to my wife. Like, you know, I'm probably going to be here a while because I got to kill a hunt. Oh my god, he just dropped it. It was like the second one I killed. No. And I was like, okay, well, I got the sword now. <laughs> so I was just about to explain to her that I might be here for like half an hour killing the same enemy over and over again, and bam, the second one I killed dropped the sword. I'm like, oh, no. awesome. You're my good luck charm. Stay here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but that's I, never happened again, I assure you. Uh, I used to play WoW, so I, I'm, I'm used to farming. So it's, uh, yeah, that whole game is go. just farming. That's a lot we'll of farming. We'll kill hundreds of thousands of boars. Thirty million, sixty-two million, five hundred twenty-two. Uh, so uh, I mean, I I know we'll talk about this on, on another show, but uh, that's actually one of the things I was uh, a little disappointed about was uh, in two. Um, after replaying it, I mean, last time I played it was uh you know, when it was originally out for NES and I was using the, the uh, Nintendo Power maps and stuff. Uh, but you, the experience uh, stops collecting in certain areas, like once you get powerful enough. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that doesn't ha This doesn't happen in that game, right? Or... I don't remember if you, you could be the knight. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I've... If I if I recall correctly, you still get experience, but it does like it's either greatly diminished or the the amount that you need to the next level is just so high that it's just so so minuscule amount that you you know yeah. like you can kill zombies over and over again and probably get like one experience point each time after a while, but then you only need five hundred thousand points experience to get to the next level. So yeah. it's like okay, why am I going right. to kill whole like half a million zombies? Yeah, after all, um, oh, I... for the thrill. What's up for the throw? <laughs> Uh, after yeah. after all my weapons were taken away, I, I went back to the original uh, starting point and tried fighting those wolves and got my ass kicked quite quite quickly. <laughs> I'm at uh, I'm at my final destination, so guys, I gotta jump off the call. Leo, I'll see you at the uh, New England Comic Con thingy, Boxborough, on Friday. Awesome, thank you so much, Chris, and uh, we'll make sure that we uh, we push oh, your you, episode. You. Uh, and uh, I'm like, like he can, he's on the phone, like he, like he can see me, like saluting him. Bye, <laughs> bye. Uh, so that's uh, Chris from Boobs, Blood, and Blad, 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 Blad. <laughs> Badasses, covering the bloody history of Castlevania, and you'll find his episode March 22nd uh, with his secret phrase. And uh, thank you for joining us, Chris. And I'll uh, see you Friday. 
Definitely. Okay. Bye. And for those for those who may be a little confused, I hope I hope we're being clear with uh, the little bit of the secret message that you got today. That's part one. And if you follow the schedule that we have posted everywhere for the Dorkening, every show is listed in order and has a number. And that's the order that you put the secret message in. So we're right, right. now, this is number one. And uh, the second one is also the Dorkening. So you're going to get that. I think that's Wednesday, right? Correct. Yeah. Wednesday, yep. So that'll be part two. That goes right after today's message, which... Was what? What was it again, Leo? Uh, today's message uh, was "No man knows." No man knows. No man knows. And uh, no man negative superhero. No, don't don't screw it up. Don't screw it up, Patsy. <laughs> uh, no man knows is today's secret phrase. And then, uh, yeah, uh, like Steve uh, pointed out, just make sure you listen to each show in order. There it is. And uh, and then uh, put all the phrases together. Send that sentence to me. And uh, then on the final day, the 25th, we're going to pick three winners uh, for those awesome prizes we mentioned earlier, uh, including the Castlevania record, uh, uh, some uh, actual cartridges for Castlevania and Super Castlevania, uh, Funko Pops, Amiibos, uh, a Diamond Select Trevor. Um, yeah, some awesome, awesome stuff, including iTunes card, Google Play card. Um, but listen earlier on... Uh, for the actual tiers, and I'll post them on uh, this episode as well, so everybody knows and uh, the the event. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, a, lot a lot of, stuff of fun information. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff to win though too. Oh, totally. And a lot of awesome podcasts to hear. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, along the way, you're going to discover some new shows that you weren't listening to before. We got a lot of awesome stuff on the Dorkening, and a lot of new shows are joining all the time. This, mm-hmm. this crazy network Leo and Kevin started—it's just growing by leaps and bounds. Oh, totally! You guys are doing some awesome stuff. I I love listening to each and every one of you, and it's just uh, you know, absolutely love everything that you're doing, and uh, you know, hope everybody you know uh, continues to listen to other shows as well. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so that that's what it's all about. You know, it's a huge collaboration to try to get uh, more people to watch different shows on the network. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, an absolute blast. I want to thank you guys for coming up with the idea and just, you know, uh, it's uh, I think this is a great, great collaboration event. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Chris's initial idea and we just ran with it and it, it turned into something pretty fun. So hopefully people like it. And if, uh, if it turns out to be an ex- a success and, you know, we're getting people uh, who are brave enough to try to, you know, put together that secret message, hey, let's, you know, we can do more of these, we, you know, if yeah, that's what people like. Do a couple more, you know, maybe we do one or two a year or something like, or mm. whatever. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see. It's all up to you guys. That's true. Uh, so if uh, you want it, we'll give it to you. <laughs> So let, let's talk about a little bit about your shows. If people aren't familiar with it, let's uh, let's start with uh, you guys for Retro Redoctopus. Okay, uh, we are yeah. a nostalgia cast that um, we focus on uh, pretty much stuff that we loved when we were kids. Uh, so we, you know, most of us grew up in the '70s and '80s, um, but also '90s. Where you know, we're the, the, we have four hosts, and uh, we're of different ages. So between those three decades, we, we have a lot of nostalgia for a lot of things. And um, we try to keep it loosey-goosey as long as it falls into that category. So we, we do a lot of video games, movies, TV shows. We also do toys. Um, we've done board games. We do music. We, do, uh, we had an episode that was all about um, TV theme songs. And Breakfast every once in a while, we'll mix it up and we'll actually play music uh, as a little bit of a format, which is why we thought that the... Castlevania music would be a good fit for us. Um, it's also an interest, specifically. Uh, at least two of our two of our hosts are way way into video game uh, music and composers. One of which is Mr. Boss Rush Mode, who's here, um, and the other is Eight uh, Bit Alchemy, who's one of our hosts. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, we 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 try to keep it fresh. Every episode is hosted by a different one of us, so the main host rotates, and uh, you know. We kind of just keep it, keep it loosey goosey, and have fun. And then we always have uh, 
an octoponder this question, which is at the end we will ask some question of our fans. Um, that is topical to what we're talking about, and we try to have fun with that, and they'll come on and answer it on the uh, usually on the Facebook group. And um, well, that's pretty much it. Sometimes we have guests. We've had uh, we've had Patsy and Ashes on from Throat on Thursday, and mm-hmm. we've had various other people. We're we're not we, we don't want to become an interview show, but we're happy to have people on that are local creators of various things that we're happy to support. And um, I'm you know I, I occasional, just an occasional sort of thing. But yeah, come check us out. We're goofy. We're you know we we try to have fun. We try to be funny and. And, uh, you know, everybody likes remembering the stuff that they liked when they were kids. So, um, just remember with a, with a face like this, I have to be funny. Uh, and I mean, nostalgia is, is, you know, everybody, I mean, that's the thing nowadays, you know, just trying to remember when we were kids and all the stuff we loved growing up, you know, I absolutely love what you guys do. Uh, and, uh, Patrick, would your throw down Thursday? So Throwdown Thursday, we uh, we take characters and we break them down the way some shows do movie reviews. So we will uh, we'll take any character from any any medium doesn't matter. Uh, our most recent show that came out last week was on the characters of the Land Before Time. Uh, we've done <clears throat> Godzilla a couple times. Uh, you guys joined us for uh, our Godzilla episode mm-hmm. where we talked about the. Uh, the creatures who were going to be, or the kaiju that were going to be in the King of the Monsters film. Um, so we had you guys on for that. Um, we did uh, Steve. We had Steve on for our uh, episode of uh, Colon Smash about uh, about the Hulk. Um, we've done books, TVs, TV shows, movies, video games, you name it. Um, we tend to have guests on um, on occasion, depending on you know, what the subject matter is. Uh, everybody from D. Wallace from E.T. and Cujo to Mike Price, who's a writer for The Simpsons, to other podcasters, local filmmakers, you know, our friends, people who are passionate about specific characters that we cover. And uh, I also do a show called uh, Shark Bites, which is uh, th- there's no real uh, you know, format for that show. It could be an interview with a filmmaker, I could talk about handicap accessibility at concert venues or my most recent show where I talked about uh, tips and tricks for avoiding coronavirus uh, straight off the CDC website. So I try to be uh, educational as well as informative. It's uh, infotainment. Nice. Uh, Jim asks, so who actually created the original Castlevania? I noticed that the credits seem the names seem like pseudonyms. That I don't know. Well, you know, uh, Konami was a video game developer that created the game, but as far as like directors and you know the the, the specific people who worked on it, I don't I don't know that off the top of my head. Uh, I just <laughs> I just pulled up the Wikipedia, and uh, the director was Hitoshi Akamatsu, uh, and the producer designer was Ahiko Nagata, and I know I'm butchering these names. Uh, the pro- <laughs> programmer was. Uh, Nobuhiro Matsuoka, and then the artist was uh, Noriyasu Tagahushi. Hmm. Uh, the uh, yeah, and like uh, like the, the the viewer was mentioning, like a lot, especially back in the eighties, like those the, those Nintendo games, a lot of them went by pseudonyms. So it's like it's you'll have to dig to get get their actual names because I I don't remember the exact reason why they did that. I think I'll, I think one thing I did here. Because uh, a lot of these people would work on other projects with different video game developers, so I guess they just didn't want their name. Um, maybe it was some sort of a contractual thing, but they didn't want their actual name to show up for two different video game companies' games, so they just used pseudonyms or whatever. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that, but that's what I've heard. And I think at that particular time, it wasn't like this point of pride thing. Like, you know, you did work, mm, you too. want credit for it, you want to be remembered for that that thing that you did. Like, you know, if you're in a movie, you know, they're gonna, they're going to put your name in there. Um, even if you were like the best grip or whatever, like, you know, like, you know, the best boy. Yeah. The best boy in the, the, the grips. And I don't know, but like with video the games, I think the boy the time, grip. it wasn't like, 
I think at the time, video games were kind of just like silly. It's like we're making stuff for kids. Nobody really cares. I, I don't think it was like this respected thing that they even cared at, at the time. So they're like, ah, just call me whatever. I mean, uh, I mean, but then again, call look at us. Papa. A lot of us have goofy podcasting names. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, not yeah. me. <laughs> Uh, I, That's now, parasite to you. <laughs> I I remember back then there really wasn't any big names in uh, video game, uh, you know, uh, creators. You know, it's uh, other than like Sid Meier's Civilization, you know, uh, or mm -hmm. uh, Peter Molyneux, uh for for his games uh, on like Xbox. Um, uh, what was that? Uh, what was that role playing game he did? Or you could be good or evil. Oh, uh, Fable. Fable, yeah. Fable. Fable. Um, yeah, I mean, up until then, you know, there really wasn't any, as far as I I remember, just big names. Hideo like, Kojima put his name on pretty much everything. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Now people are looking for you know creators, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like you say, Kojima. Yeah. Um. And uh, what's that? What's the game he just came out with? Um. Where you're. Death Stranding. Yeah, you're like a postal carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Norman Reedus. Yep, yep. If, if we were all books, would Norman Reedus? <laughs> babies. Crazy babies. Uh, have you got... I know this is off subject, but, it, you know, it's, it's still a Sony <laughs> Sony title, but... Um, uh, Kojima I, is involved with Castlevania. Or what at least was. Briefly, I'll partially. I mean, he obviously... I think he was uh, think he slightly was involved with Lords of Shadow. I think he was, like, sure. did some character design or something. That's cool. Another. Yeah. Um, have you guys guys played uh, uh, Death Stranding? I have not. No. One of our hosts, uh, Apid Alchemy, loves it. Yeah. He's he's really enjoying it. It seems like one of those games where people go into it already loving it or already hate it, so it's basically Death Stranding, you know, subtitle confirmation the video game or confirmation yeah. bias the video game. And so it's like I don't know. I, I, I do want to try it out. I mean, I'll, I'll be, admittedly, I'm not a, the biggest Hideo Kojima fan, but I do want to try the game out at least, just to see what it's all about. It looks interesting. Like, really weird. Yeah, I know, I know 8-Bit said that, like, he's like, by all rights, this game should be pretentious and awful, but it's just awesome. He's like, it's just, for some reason, fun, and I don't know why. Yeah. Well, you get to drink Monster Energy drinks and make piss and shit bombs, so what happened? Yeah. Oh, good to know. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to play this here. You know, if if you missed it, uh, our Dorkvania commercial um, with uh, with Patrick here. Uh, you guys might be able to hear it. It's going to be overlaying. So here we go. Or maybe not. No. Why is it not playing? Nothing. Yeah. It should be playing. Okay. Uh, maybe the listeners can hear it because I see the... I hope so. Yeah. They're getting all the blaz. They are. All the blaz. Bleh! I only did one. <laughs> I don't say blah. The blur from the pad. <laughs> Colonel Dracula joins the Navy. Uh, Colonel? Way! <laughs> Still one of the best Simpsons clips ever. I don't know where Ash went. I don't know where everybody went. Like it's all of a sudden like super quiet here. Like my parents are here with my aunt. Your amazing promo, sir. Yeah. No, I meant like the people in the house. Oh yeah. Did you get? Did you even get your eggs? I didn't see wheat eggs. <laughs> I haven't gotten eggs yet. <laughs> I've I've been checking my email too, and I don't. Well, I haven't gotten them. I can't email them to you. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. 
Okay, so, so hopefully everybody heard that. I overlaid it. Uh, the meter was bouncing, so you must have heard it. Uh, but I just love the promos you do, Patrick. It's just... You have so well, much... I enjoy them. Yeah, you guys have so much raw talent. It's just amazing. <laughs> like I say, I'm just a monkey that pushes the buttons, so don't expect much from me. <laughs> that ex oh, raw talent. That explains why everyone I meet gets salmonella. It's not just a coincidence. And trichinosis. <laughs> it's Patsy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I think uh, we're coming up on time here. So uh, was there any mm -hmm. last uh, thoughts on uh, Symphony of the Night uh, or this awesome event that you guys would like to bring up? Uh, Steve? I think it's going to be a good time. Favorite, yeah. uh, favorite boss in Symphony of the Night is definitely the uh, like two and a half screen high Gallimoth, Oh who's this giant like dinosaur sort of guy. And uh, he's actually a reference to the um, the Japanese only Nintendo game that was uh, it was Kid Dracula, um, and it was actually supposed to be Alucard as a little kid. And it's a really fun NES game. Uh, you can play it now. You know you can easily get your hands on it. Um, uh, you know a ROM or whatever. And uh, you know it's it's really fun. But he's actually Gallimoth is actually the main boss of that game, and they worked him into this and gave me. Massive redesign, and he's just amazing. I love that boss. Actually, uh, uh, also, uh, Nosferatu gets a little reference because Count Orlock is uh, mm. is actually a boss in the game as well. So that's pretty fun. Oh wow! Uh, Kid Dracula is actually part of that anniversary uh, set. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 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 yeah. Castlevania. So you guys are going to be talking yeah. about that on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, so I haven't played uh, too much. Uh, I'll play a little more today. Uh, uh, but it's a fun little game what I've played so far. Hmm, it is. Yeah. It's fun. The, um, uh, the Game Boy one, though, is just is, that's painfully slow. <laughs> yeah, t there are three Game Boy games for the original Game Boy, and they're all, they're all really slow. I mean, the, you know, the processing power of that, <laughs> that little system wasn't, wasn't too high. Like, I remember playing even, like, the Mega Man games, and like what you're watching, like his bullets slowly make its way across the screen. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I think part of that may have been like at the time you had those like small screens, especially when they're not being backlit. If anything moved too fast, you weren't gonna see it at all. That mm. is true. That is true. Maybe it was intentional. Yeah. Yeah. I just but, remember, yeah. remember having those games be so easy because of, of the slowdown. You know, it was just. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But um, as far as Retrodoctopus, check out our most recent episode. It is on Monty Python. It is a tribute to Terry Jones. We called it A Very Naughty Boy. And uh, it is a very fun episode. Uh, we all kind of took turns and uh, presented one of... Uh, we each took one of the four Monty Python movies and talked about it. And that was really, really fun. And uh, yeah, our next episode is actually going to be the Dorkvania one, the music of Castlevania. And that is going to air um, a week from Tuesday on, as you said, March 17th. And all our episodes always come out on Tentacle Tuesday, which is every other Tuesday. And please check us out if you're interested in uh, reliving uh, crap you loved as a kid. Then uh, check us out. We're fun. Nice. Is that right, Ross? Right. I don't know. Steve pretty much covered. You know, we just talked about all the things that made growing up awesome. And if you like awesome stuff, then hopefully you'll think we're awesome too. <laughs> we all think you're awesome, Patrick. Uh, let's see. Yeah, our uh, next episode is going to be uh, the Castlevania episode, Bring My Delmont. Um, our most recent episode is the, uh, as I mentioned, the Land Before Time. We called it the Dino Might Adventures of Littlefoot. <laughs> Most of our shows uh, have puns. I will say, as uh, much grief as Steve gives me for uh, all my awesome puns that I do, uh, he actually came up with the title "Ring My Belmont." So well, I mean, it was for you. It was for you. It was. It's true. That was a tailor-made title. I also uh, didn't think you were going to use it. <laughs> no, we're absolutely using that. That's amazing. That's a great title. But yeah, we'll it's be about out. the main characters of the Castlevania series, also the works of Debbie Harry. Yes. Yes. 
I just thought of, of an awesome team up, team up that you have to do. This has to okay. happen. You need to do a show with James Balsamo. Do you know James Balsamo? I do. I actually have his uh, pun book. It was yes. uh, gifted to me. I do have that. Uh, if you're interested, I can uh, put you in contact with him. Uh, he, he's been on the door. And pontificates. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Boss rush mode. But yeah, we will. Uh, we will have that episode this week uh, with uh, James Lamont from. Uh, it came from the Five Hundred Eight Studios and came from Five Hundred Eight Production. Uh, who was just on with uh, Wicked Horror Show last week? The whole the whole crew was on. So yeah. definitely check out that episode. They're all awesome people. Check out uh, that episode. It's going to be a good time. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it for uh, what we're doing this week. Awesome. Yeah. Check out Shark Bites too, guys. Oh yeah, please. Because no, there's like five people that listen to that show, so. I could use some more listeners, especially if be you want to learn. Six. Yeah, especially if you want to learn how not, to, not yes, be my chum. Uh, how not to uh, contract the coronavirus? Sometimes I even did a sports episode, which is weird because no one does sports on our network. But I did one about Tom Brady and Mookie Betts. So yeah, yeah boss, boss Rush feels your pain on that. He's, he's the big sports yeah. fan of the group, and none of us really are. And, but we did do uh, an episode uh, in season one that was uh, sporting entertainment, where we did, like, uh, the glow wrestlers glow and wrestling. stuff. Yeah. And uh, various things, like, from the 80s that were, you know, not sports-adjacent. Yeah. American Gladiators. Actually, yeah, that was, that was uh, uh, one of our most popular episodes. That was uh, in the top ten, for sure. Not to be confused with Roman Gladiators. Yeah, like yeah, American Gladiators type stuff. Uh, what what did you think of uh, Glow on Netflix? Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, this that's got the three seasons. I mean, the third one was kind of a drop off, but I still enjoyed it. But yeah, the first two seasons, you know, are definitely really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I hear they're uh, grabbing um, Zoya. Uh, possibly she's going to be the next She Hulk, or she's going to be She Hulk. Oh, really? Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. He's a tiny little thing, but he was great in that show. Yeah. Uh, last time we were at uh, Super Mega Fest, there was somebody cosplaying as her. It was it was awesome. Nice, nice. <laughs> Zoya the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I want to thank you all for checking out this episode. And uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, just rewind for the special phrase. Uh, and uh, so we're going to be doing uh there's going to be seven episodes in the series with phrases and then on the eighth we're going to be announcing the winners uh so this episode is uh march 8th for the dorkening our kickoff event uh next is going to be uh the actual dorkening show on wednesday on 311 uh with uh, uh james and yo-yo and uh possibly patrick and uh, then Throwdown Thursday, Ring My Belmonts on the 12th. Super Retro Throwback Reviews is doing uh, What a Horrible Night We Have a Curse, uh, or To Have a Curse on 315, talking about um, uh, the Castlevania 1 through 4 Retro Redoctor. Well, to be fair, if you have a curse, it is a horrible night. It is, it is. <laughs> Uh, uh, the next episode is Retro Redoctopus on the 17th. Then Amalga Cast is on the 20th. Uh, boobs, Bloods, and Badasses on the 22nd. And then uh, the finale here on the 25th where we announce the winners. So make sure you listen to every episode, subscribe to every episode, and follow every episode or every show uh, on the Dorkening Podcast Network. And uh, then send me that phrase, and then we will pick... Three awesome winners. Yes. Lambast Bosswick approves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you all for watching, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye.
I just wanted to break in here for a second. I hope you're enjoying the episode. But, uh, you know, the Dorkening is part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Imagine that. And, you know, we uh, we started this back in 2013 and uh, decided to form our own network. And with that, we're 17 shows strong right now and growing. And one of them I wanted to introduce you to is Super Retro Throwback Reviews. And we're going to try to start, uh, you know, throwing these ads in uh, episodes here and there. Uh, to introduce you guys to the multitude of shows on our network. A lot of awesome stuff, talking about horror, video games, just about everything. Uh, but Steven and Ron are going to introduce you to Super Retro Throwback Reviews just for probably about 30 seconds. And then we're going to be back into our episode talking with Bob. And I have an awesome UFO story. Don't miss it. Here we go. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Also, we're a multi-award-nominated podcast, so we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors, and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. 